Doctor? What doctor? Doctor who? Doctor who, did you say? Eh? Doctor who? What are you talking about? Or do you really know what you're talking about? All right, well, we're going back six years in time to watch the pilot. And Isn't that confusing? It's called the pilot. Should be at the beginning of the show, shouldn't it? Well, that, 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 there's lots of things in this story. Um, that I, I, is, it, is it a reboot, this story? Because the doctor's been teaching at a university, Bristol University, yes. for 50 years. Yeah, so... This whole season was, I think, seen as a, a, a reboot to Peter Capaldi's era, um, and, a, and a very pleasant one. I, I, I prefer, this is my favourite season of all of Capaldi's, um, and I think they rebooted his character slightly to make him a bit less horrible. Um, they gave him like a unit-style background where he's got a base and you know he's got Nardol with him, and, I, and I, I think it's all improvements for the better. But they do explain why. Um, I mean, I can tell you if you want, or you can pick it up as of when we hit the. Because did you not watch this season? No, no, I I, I watched this story um, halfway through it. Um, it's like ah, yeah, I remember the car park with a yeah. puddle in it. Um, but but all the rest of it, the Mavellans and everything, complete blank. I, I'd uh, forgotten that the Daleks and the Mavellans were in it. And when yeah. it's like, ooh, oh, excellent. Um, but no, the the reasoning behind it, story-wise, like I say, behind the scenes, the reasoning was they wanted to ba- basically try and kick-start the program a bit because um, it got very rutty, as we know. Um, so the reasoning behind it was, we find out later on that... Uh, Missy is trying to go straight. This is this is fifty years ago. Missy's trying to go straight, but she gets captured by uh, a planet that she screwed over, and they're going to execute her. But the doctor pleads on her behalf, and they say the only the only way we'll not kill her is that you have to take total responsibility, and you have to keep her locked away. And that's she the fault we see in this story, vault. isn't yeah, it? So, yeah. so we don't find this out until about halfway through the season. And so there's this big mystery of what's in the vault and the Doctor saying it's the most dangerous thing and he's got to do it. And basically what happens is that if she gets out, then this this uh, planet, this group is going to come and kill them both. So he, he agrees and swears on his Time Lord oath, whatever the Doctor uses, that he will lock her away and keep her you know keep her there mm-hmm. so he he, do, he chooses in a very Shardar-esque way he chooses a college because as, as Douglas Adams said it's the one place a time traveller can spend 70 years without anyone noticing Which are you okay of, with that the, the, the idea of the doctor spending 50 years I yeah I teaching. quite like that the only thing it, it the only thing it screws up and this has happened a few times in Doctor Who when they do this 
rewriting is that means this doctor was on Earth through all of the unit stuff. Yeah. Didn't do anything. The planet was on the verge of being destroyed multiple times. He didn't do anything. So it's a bit like now that David Tennant's on Earth, but we'll never hear from him. What are they doing? And it just, that's the only niggle I've got. But I quite like the idea of the Doctor settling down to teach, but to teach in such a way that it's utter nonsense. Yeah. You know, and no one notices. It's a very Douglas Adams sort of idea. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, th- I thought it was quite a funny a funny thing. Uh, Nardole, eh, I'm still on the fence with it. See, I, I don't remember where he comes in on the show. Um, so he he was in he was in one of the specials, the the uh, husbands of River Song, which is possibly the worst Doctor Who episode ever made. It is awful. Um, it, it's it's just unfunny, and he's he's in it and gets killed, and then he appears back here, and there was lots of speculation as to you know what is he, how is he back if he because he had his head chopped off. And then it turns out he's a robotic body with the head stuck on it. What, the real head? The real head, yes. Okay. Don't know how that works. Um, but I, I sort of... I'll like him. and it, he'll, he'll, do, he'll do a scene and I'll go, okay, no, he's actually pretty good. And then he'll do something else and it's like, oh, that's embarrassing. Yeah, well... He's, I, I don't think... I don't think... I mean, he's a really good actor, but I don't know what he's doing here. Well, I, I I don't think it's his fault. I think it's no, Stephen no, Moffat's so. fault yeah. because he th- there are so many Stephen Moffat tropes in this yes. story, and one of them is to you know build up the mythology and be reverential to the to the history of the show, and then you put in a fart joke or something yeah. like that because ha ha ha, aren't we funny? And no, you're not, Stephen. No, this is a lot of this is pure Moffat. This, oh, yeah. I think this is sort of Moffat resetting the compass isn't it to go in the direction he wanted um doesn't <coughs> didn't really work out for him but um yeah it's very 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 moffat it and this story does i think um it shows some of moffat's strengths but also some of his real weaknesses as a writer um like you say the the constant need to throw in and this this is not just moffat this is this is like the Marvel effect, isn't it? It's serious, serious, have a laugh. Yeah. Serious, serious, have a laugh. Yeah. And you've got you've got to break every serious point with almost a look to the camera and a wink. And right. I think sometimes that can work really well. But when it's every time, you're just waiting for that beat, aren't you? Of this is the worst day in the world. This is uh, fat. Yeah, far slip up on the floor. And I just feel so yeah. sorry for you know Peter Capaldi, you know, um, and and I really like Bill. I really yeah, really I like think, Bill. Yeah. She's got great personality. Really well. She's got great screen presence, and she works. I love the fact that she's uh, uh, she, she likes science fiction. Yeah, you know. Well, the, yeah, she of all the companions that were meant to be identification figures for modern people i think she's the one that works the best Mm. um because she's not in love with the doctor she thinks he's a bit of a twat but she's also the stuff she says is quite realistic like say she's a sci-fi fan and you know she's working in the 
in the, the, the canteen and things like that, but she's really intelligent, but can't afford to have an education. Uh, it, really well done. Um, and I think she works incredibly well with Capaldi. Yeah. And I think Capaldi steps his game up this season. I, I watched this and I thought, you know, this is the first Capaldi I've seen in ages where I thought, he is the doctor. Yeah. This I is a really good performance. Yeah. He's, he's both, he's, he's aloof without being rude. Yeah. He doesn't quite get things because he's been stuck away in this university, which I, th- I think quite works quite well. But he's also, he cares and he's amusing and funny. Yeah. yeah. It's like, ah, oh, it's I don't mind him having Two an years office. Of wasted. Yeah, yeah, I like that idea. You know, the first doctor would have a photo of Susan yeah. on his yeah. desk. You know, all of them would have had have a collection of their sonic screwdrivers. You know, in a cup on the yep. desk. You know. Yeah, it's it's very very naturalistic. This one, um, and I seem to remember the season being pretty good as a whole. Um, some some good stories. Some I know we've done the next ones. story, haven't we? Because yes, at the end yeah, of this, we, we have got one. next time, and it's yeah, it's it, the emoji. Robots, yeah, and we've it? already featured yeah. that. But no, I think it's good. I like I, I like the fact that the doctor calls her along because he's noticed that she's not a student. Yeah, but she's sitting in on his lectures, and he wants to know why, and offers to become her private tutor. Yeah, and that, again, that's very doctorish behaviour, isn't it? That's very sort of Tom Baker, John Pooh, that they. Out of, they notice this one person showing an interest when no one else is, uh, and then try and teach them. And, and again, very, very uh, Tom Baker and Leela. Yeah. Very Pygmalion. He just he he's recognised that there's intelligence going to waste, and that's what the Doctor thinks is the worst crime ever. And it's, it's like, yeah, that's that's right. That's what the Doctor would think. Um, yeah, it, it, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this one, to be honest. Yeah. Well, up until very, the point... Very, yeah, very thin plot. Though. Yeah, up until the point where Bill meets the girl with the defect in her eye and no acting talent, that oh, girl... Oh, she's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> she's awful. We should have had a chart right from yeah. the beginning, the walking planks of wood, yes. because she's high up there. Well, it's really weird. I don't... Again, we're not we're not in on the cast and things, so she might have had an amazing audition, but I don't think so because it's like, other than a doctor and, and Bill, she's the most important character in this story, and like you say, total plank of words. She's terrible. But, yeah, but what I don't understand as well is I can understand after because because from a certain point it's not her, yeah. so you could go okay the reason she's acting like a plank of wood is that she's just this water alien. But she's like that before she gets yeah. taken. Yeah. Because she says to Bill, look in the puddle, what is wrong with it? And this is yeah. another Stephen trope yeah. where, you know, if you look carefully, you think it's all right, but it's not. Yeah, you, you know? can see the evil at the corner of your eye yeah. on everyday things. Very, very moffat. And sometimes it works really well, like before they were run into the ground and destroyed... The, the Weeping Angels. So, like, Blink, really good. And it's like, oh, you look at statues differently until you're sick of the bloody Weeping Angels. <laughs> and I think he tried it in this, didn't he? Of the, he, wanted, he wanted, I suppose, kids to look at puddles differently. It doesn't quite come off, does it? A puddle is not that scary. No. no. Although there's a couple of nice scary shots in this where she's fo- face is floating down into the puddle. Right? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That was quite good. But, yeah, a puddle is just inherently not that scary 
No, I like that shot from inside <coughs> the puddle looking up yeah. when it says pilot is located. This voice inside yeah. the puddle. That's quite good. But then we've got Christmas with the Doctor and Bill. Um, a, a real um, you know, you know, ball of fun he is. Um, yeah. And then we have this thing. Christmas, yeah. Is this, um, you know, carried through to other stories, do you know, about how she goes on about her real mum and she's got no photos of her real mum. And then at it Christmas, is, yeah. there are photos of a real mum, and it's evident that the Doctor took them. Yeah, which I think is, is both sweet and creepy. But yeah, it is. it, it carries on. There's some, sort of, um, there's some sort of mystery with the mum, why she disappeared. I can't remember what it is, but yeah, there is, there is that we've got to bring the family into it type thing, which I, I would have been happy if it was just her. Yeah. We don't need to know her home life. Nope. You know, but we do because it's modern. Who? Yeah. So Bill tells the doctor about the puddle. There's something quite wrong with it, and off yes. he runs. I don't know how he knows where to go. She doesn't tell him where this puddle is, but off no. he runs. No. It, it again. It's quite. It's it's a nice scene until you think about it. it. Yeah. He. She says quite offhand that there's this problem and this girl that she fancied and she just stood her up and she wanted me to look in a puddle and obviously the doctor at that point something must click yeah and he she looks out the window and sees him running away it was a nice comedy little moment but it makes no sense because she didn't say where the puddle was no or what the issue was with the puddle and so you start i thought oh okay the doctor's realized that this puddle is an alien creature and he's come across them before and that's why no he knows nothing about it no so he's look, he, they're looking in the puddle, and he's like, I, there's something weird, but I don't quite know what. No, it's and a mystery really, to him as yeah, well as exactly, us, isn't yeah. it? So why did he make such a big thing of the puddle? And why that's he when he realises yeah. it's not a reverse shot. You know, it, it, it is what you look like. That's why you, you, you can't uh, realise, you know, there's something wrong with the photo. It's, it's not a mirror image. It's the true you looking back at you. Yes. Yeah, it... Which is, again, it's, it's a nice, clever point. Um, because we do look weird when we see us, ourselves in photographs. You go, that's not right. Yeah. Um, I did like, which sort of breaks this, is the doctor goes, um, the reason it looks wrong is you're seeing something you've never seen before. It's like, yeah, you have, because that's how photographs work. Yeah, true. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so... Um, but yeah, again, quite quite a nice scene. But he has no idea what this is, does he? He, he sort of, oh, okay, what? Well, go away. Um, there's nothing interesting here. Well, the interesting thing is the puddle, you know, um, starting to move and going across the ground yeah. to follow them. And all the time in you, who we've we've just had it with the Star Beast, things can move across a populated area and no one notices it. You know, this puddle somehow travels across Bristol, gets down into yeah. the water system, into the sewer system, and comes up through the plug hole in Bill's apartment. Yeah, I mean, we, fi we find out later on that it can travel across the entire galaxy. Instantly, in or within eye. a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is, it's like, that's the only bit I go, okay, okay we just got to accept it. But yeah, it, it, it hides in um, Bill's bathroom, which again... <coughs> I quite like that scene. She comes in, and the the showers go in, 
and she's talking away to what she thinks is her stepmom, and then her stepmom rings her. Yeah. And that's like, you know, um, the phone call, and it's from in the house type yeah. horror idea. It's really good. Um, and then the, the shot of when she looks down the drain, and there's an eyeball there. Yeah, that's good. That's that's a nice horror shot. Um, but then you you sort of wonder, like you say, how did this creature, how Get did there. it know where to go? And it reforms yes. and mimics her very badly. Yeah. Because the uh, actress can't act. <laughs> and, and uh, yeah, the, um, Bill runs to the doctor. The water comes under the door, reassembles yep. in front of them. So off they go into the TARDIS. And again, I like the line from Bill, yeah. is this a knock-through? Yeah. Yeah, is this a knock-through? And um, the doctor pilots the TARDIS down into the... Uh, into the vault, and I, I do like her going. No, it's a lift, isn't it? This is a lift. Yeah. And then um, finally saying it's bigger on the inside. Yeah. And we get a little, you know. And I, this is the bit I like with Nardole is when he's, when you get the feeling that he's actually acting a character rather than, you know, just being himself. Uh, <coughs> and it, it's quite nice because they're worried that the the uh, puddle creature has come to get Missy. Which again is why the doctor's worried. Yes, it, you know it's it's going to take her out, or you know it might be them coming for her. <coughs> so, um, and then we get some nice scenes of it appears again, doesn't it? It's followed them instantly. Oh, but before that, yeah. there's the moment that I said about you know the typical Moffat moment. You build up the TARDIS and how wondrous oh, right, it yeah. is. Ended and capped off with, "Can I use the toilet?" Yeah. Followed by Nardole's. I'd wait a few minutes if yeah. I was you and it's like oh Doctor Who's come to this is it if um, if you're ever writing a screenplay and you you get to a point where you think oh I'll make a joke about smelly shit little little word of advice don't no. unless you're doing bottom but even then I'd say don't because half of that team's dead and you're not going to replace them yeah. but yeah don't do it because it, we're building up and it's like this is really creepy really well done some horror tropes, some real horror tropes that, you know, wouldn't be out of place in a Hammer film. And then we've got, yeah, Nardole mate saying basically that he's out of shit. How can he? He's a robot. Yeah. Yeah, Stephen. Yeah, so... so you don't have to make a joke every 30 seconds. No, You don't no. have to do it. Yeah, rein it in. Yeah. So, yeah, they go to Australia, right? Yes. Daytime Australia. No one notices the TARDIS arrive yet again. Well, that this that bit annoyed me a bit because no one notices it appear and he lands it opposite Sydney Opera House. I mean, one question is, did they go there? Do you reckon that was blue screen? Oh no! Did you, they do you reckon they got there. a little holly out of it? Stephen Moffat going, no, it's vital to the script. <laughs> we got to spend two weeks in Australia. For oh this yeah, because it was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was very oh, vital. But then the other thing is, they leave the TARDIS doors open and you can see that they do that shot where you can see the inside of the TARDIS control and people are just wandering past yeah no one thought anything about it or very strange yeah um, and I've then yeah the creature gets there again and comes the out of a mirror yeah but I thought it was a water base it was water yeah why is it so, coming out of a mirror I don't know Horror okay trope. Yeah. So they go to the other end of the universe 23 yes. billion years in the future and yeah. within a minute it's there. Yeah. Which makes this uh, this creature um, potentially the the strongest creature the Doctor's ever fought, doesn't it? 
Yeah, but we then find instantly. But we find out it's it's an oil leak off of yeah. a spaceship that landed yeah. in Bristol at some point. This, and this is uh, this is again a, a, a highlight to Stephen Moffat failure, doesn't it? That he's really good at coming up with creepy ideas, but utterly crap at explaining them scientifically. Yeah. Um, and it, it feels like I get the feeling with this next season of Doc 2 coming up, they've given up the, we'll have to explain stuff scientifically. It's, mm. it's fantasy. And I got a feeling Stephen Moffat would be would have been better probably doing that. Yeah. You know, how does it do this? I don't know. Don't know what it is. Um, but, yeah, it, uh, it turns out that an alien spaceship landed in that car park. Um, when and why? Don't and know. where did it go? Yeah. Um, and again... That entire idea was just stolen from uh, Sylvester McCoy, Remembrance yeah. of the Daleks. Yeah, it's outside the school. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but yeah, and and this is the oil dripped off, <laughs> and it's it's sentient oil. That why would you need a spaceship if your oil can travel instantaneously through time and space? Yeah, it's better better than the, the TARDIS, isn't it? Yeah. So your your the oil in your vehicle can travel <laughs> instantaneously through time and space, but you need a vehicle that leaves soot marks mm. in on car park. Yeah, it's not the the ending is not well explained. I'd I'd, I'd, I'd have been okay if they'd have gone with they never find out what it is because I, I'm presuming you know in the this creature comes back later on in the series. Oh no, I didn't. Yeah, so it. it very, very. The reason I didn't mention it to say we need to watch that one is because you don't. It's it's basically spoilers again. Uh, so Bill ends up being turned into a Cyberman. I remember <coughs> that bit. Yeah, and all the Cybermen die. But then the the water creature that's still in love with her appears and saves her just at the last moment. And I got a feeling. I don't think this was planned or anything. I got a feeling that was just Stephen Moffat going. Oh, we can't actually have a companion die because um, the BBC wouldn't like it. Sounds about right. Yeah. All right. But um, yeah, they, they it's just decided that this the, the doctor decides that they need to take the the creature into the hottest fire in the universe. The deadliest you're thinking, fire. Deadliest fire. You're thinking it's going to be a supernova. No, it's That's what to I get a thinking. Dalek to shoot at it. Yes. Which you know is entirely there so that they could have a Dalek in the advertising, don't you? And Mavellans. It was really good to see the yeah, Mavellans nice back. Mavellans. They hadn't updated them. They were still wearing dreadlocks and yep. spangly outfits. Um, no, I, I enjoyed that. Um, I did quite like the shots where the Dalek was shooting at it. Um, uh, and then, um, again, like a lot of Stephen Moffat endings, it's, it's pretty weak in that uh, that they basically just you know talk it into <laughs> not being evil yeah they touch yeah. she says you have to let me go and the remnant of the original Heather goes yeah alright then yeah yeah, fair enough um, the only thing I couldn't work out particularly well was why does the oil creature because it's we, we've worked out it's oil fell off a spaceship why does it love uh, Bill. It must be the uh, remnants of uh, the girl. that Heather girl. But but they'd had one dance in a nightclub. Yeah, and a few looks. Yeah. What what would have been better had had this been 
you know, the lifelong romance of Bill and yeah. this girl. Yeah. Because that would have been really, really sort of heart-wrenching that the, you Can't know, sorry, she's actually dead. Yeah. But also would explain it. It's like when when the creature says, I love you to Bill. And it's like, you've like, you've known her for two minutes. They, even, they, they didn't even have a drink together. No. Or anything. Yeah. They stared at each other in a nightclub. Yeah. That count as love these days. <laughs> God, I hope not. I yeah. would say she is shallow, but she was a puddle. So. <laughs> shallow puddle. Um, shallow puddle. Uh, uh, yeah, and yeah, that's and it, it. That's the it end. It off, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, as a... As, like you say, a soft reboot, um, I think it's a cracking little episode. It, it doesn't offend... And especially after a lot of the recent Who... This was almost a palate cleanser. How many times have we ever been able to say that about Peter Capaldi's Doctor? I did worry at the start. The first time you ever see him, you hear him playing guitar and he's got the sunglasses on it. It's like, oh no, it's not going to be one of those ones, is it? Yeah, they they quickly ditch that, don't they? Thank God for that, yeah. Is that the end of it? In this season, it didn't Um, come back? I think the glasses do, because doesn't he go blind at one point? Or was that the season before? I don't remember that at all. It's, it, the Capaldi year is definitely my weakest on remembrance stuff. <laughs> Not um, a surprise. Yeah, because it's just I, I usually was lost interest halfway through each episode, or you know, perhaps, perhaps this is a turning point for us. As long as we remember to pick stories from this season. Yes. Right. Note to self. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The pilot <laughs> then. Um, yes. This plank of wood that's a oh, drippy, uh, damp, wet alien puddle of oil uh where do we start on this uh, the design of so design because design yeah design covers not only the the physicality the look but also the ideas behind it and i, I think this is a really strong idea other than the fact it is displaced oil off a car this this creature that's that's a puddle that you know is is alien can move its i think it's quite a good idea it's quite a scary idea um, we won't. Yeah, we'll come to the execution in a minute. But design-wise, yeah, I, I'm going to give it a six. I think it's a okay. I gave a it a, uh, a five, so that's yeah. five point five. All right, and then the execution of this idea. And this is where it's <laughs> it's a bit of a letdown because some of it is excellent. Like you say, the looking up through the hole in the car park yes. is great. Some of the shots of the floating away and the underwater stuff... And the bit in the is, plug hole. ...is well done. The plug hole, really well done. But then, coupled with this absolute plank of wood girl, with no men... Well, no, nothing. And as soon as you start speaking, you go, oh, okay. Um, so I'm, I, I'm going to drop down to a two for That's what execution. I gave. I gave a two. <laughs> It's oh, a shame. Dear. It's such a shame. Can you imagine this with a good actress? It would have been all right, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would have elevated it. Do you reckon she was a friend of someone? Maybe. Cause, Maybe. Yeah, I, there's a lot of nepotism at the moment. It hurt the BBC. So. Yeah. All right, that's uh, a final tally of 3.75. Oh. Which, which is, this is one of those one of those ones we've covered, though, where the, the final low rating for the creature doesn't doesn't match our enjoyment of the episode. No, no. That does happen occasionally. Well, you can say that as well for, um, you know, the caravan inhabitant she's uh, she's with. Oh, right. Which is the uh, Omega, but the second version oh, right. of Omega. Yeah, again, 
let down by the the lackluster performance. Yes. So this caravan has now got a lot of damp problems. <laughs> <laughs> Dry rot. Yeah, I've in been in caravans one. like that. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's a very short episode. We're not it even was, half yeah, an hour. Sorry about that. Um, um, but there's it, not it much more to no. say. Like you said at the very top, there's not an awful lot going on. No, the, there's very scant plot. And I think it's more to introduce Bill. And as for doing that, it's excellent. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, this is. The, I quite enjoy this character. I quite enjoy this performance. She's a good actress. Um, an interesting character. Her... Because her sort of... Um, uh, uh, lesbianism is not uh, thrust down your throat. That's probably the wrong phrase. <laughs> but, yeah, it's... It, it's quite nicely done. It's very understated. Very, they've they've ratcheted everything back. Yeah. From the previous series, and it's so much the better for it. Yeah. Hmm. Well done, Capaldi. Yeah. Finally enjoyed one of yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, next time it's me. Yes. And we're running out. We of, certainly are of thirteenth. Thirteenth. Uh, so have we actually got any? I think any I've got one. <coughs> that uh, we haven't discussed that's not a multi-doctor villain right. um, do you know what I mean and listener do you know what I mean by uh, the name of an alien race called the Thijarians Thijarians it's not the one the, the one in India is it it is oh, okay. you are good yeah you are good yeah demons of the Punjab yeah which I thought was a quite was an okay episode but yeah, the alien. Yeah. Well, I won't say anything. You, All right. you watch it. Hold it off for that. I yeah. know I saw it. Yeah. I know I know the name Demons of the Punjab. Yeah. But everything else, I'm looking at an image of a Thijarian. It's like, nice shoulder pad, but I don't remember you, mate. So, no, uh, and I, I think ten minutes after watching it, you won't remember him again. Okay. <laughs> a definite shoehorning of the alien into this one. It should have been a pure historical. Right. It would have been so much better for it, but they thought, oh, we better have an alien in it. Oh. All right. Okay. <coughs> All right. Well, that's our next one. Now, our next one isn't going to be next week because, as we record, um, in a week's time is Boxing Day. Yes. Um, so, me and Ian are, um, you know, um, off holiday in, aren't we? Yeah, we'll so be, we'll be uh, absolutely guzzling uh, uh, Terry's chocolate oranges and. And Pringles and knocking um, back the sherry, yeah, and the Baileys, and yeah, Got my yeah, little yeah. bottle of Baileys ready, snowballs. Um, yeah. I, I was quite happy because we don't plan like like we plan anything, but we didn't plan that there was a Christmas segment in this episode. No, and this is realistically our Christmas episode. Then. It is right because yeah. this will come out. What uh, we're recording this on a Tuesday. This will be out what Friday. It's coming out Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Oh, All on Sunday, being yeah. well, it comes out on Sunday, which is Christmas Eve. So, Merry okay. Christmas, listener. Yeah, Merry Christmas, listener. And to all of you at home. Yeah, and good luck Billy for Bob tomorrow when you watch the Christmas Day special. Yeah, <laughs> let us know what let us know what you a what you get present wise. Do you get anything good Doctor Who stuff? Yeah. Did you get any nice classic stuff or some modern tech? Did you get the annual? This is the first year I didn't bother buying the annual. Is it out? Uh, there is a new one out, yes. And you yeah. didn't get it. That says didn't a lot. Get it. Um, and this might make people cry. Uh, I uh, earlier in the year I uh, kept all my classic annuals up till McCoy. 
and I got rid of the entire rest of it. They See. went. They went to the, uh, the the tip. Not a charity shop. No, I the, I thought about going <laughs> to a charity shop. They just um, needed pulping. Well, this this all this will sum up modern Britain, I think. Our charity shop at the moment, the one we normally use, isn't taking books. Really? Yeah. They said they've got too many books. No one's buying books. Oh, that does say it all. And oh, that's dear. sad. That but is yeah, sad. So I got rid of them all. I should have kept them as a, a prize for someone. They could have had them. Maybe they're pulped and reprinted as next year's. Well, it probably is, yeah. Yeah, yeah if you find, if you find um, some odd bits in your new annual, it's probably from my old annuals. Um, but yeah, so, so let us know what you got for Quimby. Yeah. Uh, and also let us know what you thought of the first of the new Doctor. Yeah, 15th. Have you, have you listened to the uh, the song that's... that's <laughs> and I wish I hadn't. Number one? It's not good, is it? Oh, blimey. My only, my only happy thought on it is it's knocked Mariah, Mariah Carey off the <laughs> uh, streaming downloads list, isn't it? Which is like, yes, thank goodness. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it, it'll be interesting. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Okay, well, we will see you on the other side. So Merry Christmas, Ian. Merry Merry Christmas, Christmas, listener. And, uh, yeah, see you then, then.